Welcome to On the Journey with Carissa and Friends, part of my journey of faith ministries. I'm Carissa Hardage, and I'm excited to have you join me each week as I chat with friends about the ups and downs of their journeys of faith. You'll become familiar with voices such as Shelley Chandler, Sarah Here, Rebecca Bean, and more. And you will also hear from stories of women who have experienced victories and struggles, but continue to trust God on their journeys. Hebrews 3.13 tells us to encourage one another daily, as long as it's called today. In other words, we were never meant to do life alone. So join us each week for a little bit of encouragement and for strategies to help each other navigate as we continue on the journey together. Hey everybody, Carissa here. Of course, I'm your host of On the Journey with Carissa and Friends, and I'm so grateful that you are joining us this week as we are wrapping up our season with a topic that I really believe is relevant to, I feel like I can say every person listening, and 100% relevant to me. Um, Lately, I have been struggling. I think we go through different struggles in different seasons of life so that God can... um, chisel away things. And and the things that need to be chiseled away tend to get bigger before they get chiseled off. And for me, in a very recent season of life, that has been fear. And I think everybody can relate, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm so excited to welcome my sweet friend, Shelly Chandler, back. And Shelly, you've done, uh, we had a just a amazing conversation on identity. Yeah. If you haven't listened to that, go back. Shelly's been several, she's been here several times, but I really would love for you to go back and listen to our series on identity. It is very powerful and very uh, relevant to anyone, anyone who is struggling with who they are um, in Christ Jesus and as a follower of Christ Jesus. And today I'm so excited for the work that you put into this series as well. And I think October is fitting because it's a good topic for October, right? (laughs) Yes, right. Exactly. So you have been digging into fear. Is there anything in particular that led to that before we get into the actual study itself? Well, it was just an interesting conversation I had with a good friend of mine, um, Andrea Lennon Uh from True Vine Ministry. She was doing a whole... Great friend of our ministry and of the podcast. We just love her so much. Such Such a wonderful gift of her friendship that God has given me that she was doing a whole series of Faith Over Fear. And she just Mm. asked if I would come be on her radio program. And I was like, you bet. Um, Let's hope that the station can handle the two of us because Um, (laughs) we we tend to be a little silly. I don't know what happens when her and I get together. The blonde really comes out. And I hate, I got to tell you how much I hate that. I don't like that whole stereotypical blonde thing, but it happens so much, the two of us. And so anyway, we had a really... Uh, just a really great time we um, sharing about uh, faith over fear and mm-hmm. it was just this this wonderful truth that God just revealed to me um, just how how much fear really can just just hold us in its grip yes it hijacks our yeah. ministry it hijacks our relationships it hijacks our ability to be our most authentic self it's yes it's definitely an enemy of ours as believers oh absolutely and so um i just was sharing uh, i was sharing on her radio program and i just was t- t- talking to chris on the phone and i said 
Okay, I have to tell you, I just have been studying on fear, and let me tell you what God has revealed mm-hmm. to me, and then, you know, this is where we are today, we're going to talk about it here. Mm-hmm. And it's it spoken to me because it really has yeah. been, I've never been a person who has struggled with fear as far as to the point where it, inter- I'm, I'm rebellious, I'm a, I'm a fighter, not a flighter. Yeah. And so when I am confronted with fear, my tendency is to fight back mm-hmm. full force. You're not going to get me. I will do it because I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. But this past season of my life, I've seen fear affect me in a different way. Mm-hmm. And so when you're speaking to this, I'm really, I'm excited about listening. Yeah. So let's go. Let's, yeah. let's take this on. So if you are a child of God, you you do not have to live in fear. Mm. And so I think something we have to first make sure everybody just understands is that we have normalized fear so much that we need to be, I think, just made aware of what it actually is because we just, we're, we're natural born warriors. I mean, there's, there's things that we do that we just don't even think about. It's just become just part of our social fabric, part of just our norm. We're just going to worry about things. And God has given us a word about fear. We are no longer a slave to fear. Romans 8, 15 tells us this. And um, there's a reason behind that. And it's because we are a child of God. Mm -hmm. And of course, I love how that goes back to the whole identity. But I just want you to stop and think um, as you're listening. um, Think about what, how you're responding, you're reacting and, and just Try to be aware. Maybe I've been living in fear and I wasn't even aware of it. So we're going to just talk about a little bit about what that means. And so I just am such a nerd. I'm just (laughs) confessing. I am such a nerd. I love to learn. I love everything there is. I will look it up to the last. I mean, oh, it doesn't matter how, how far I have to go. I will continue to search. And so I've got definitions of fear here. Um, I've got these definitions of fear and I just want to share them with you. Uh, what it just says, and this is just a regular dictionary. You can look this up yourself. But it says that fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous. It could be likely to cause pain or a threat. And it says it's a feeling of anxiety concerning an outcome of something or the safety and well-being of someone. Or it could be seen as the likelihood of something unwelcoming happening to you. And so when we go through this and we look at all of these things, there is one common denominator, and it is the unknown. Mm. And so when you are afraid, when you are living in fear, more than likely, it's because there's an element of the unknown. You don't know what's going to happen in the relationship. You don't know what's going to happen with the health. Um, There's been a sickness. You don't know what the outcome is. There's been a crisis in at work. You don't know what the outcome is. And so there's this element of the unknown. And that's where fear comes in. And something we have to realize, fear can be healthy. That's what I was just going to say is we're not talking about fear that is smart. Right. This is not a wisdom-based <laughs> right. fear. That's more, that's wise anticipation right. of an outcome that's not going to be good for you. And so you make a decision that's different based on that anticipation. Right. That's different. You you know to jump out of the way of the car yes. heading towards you yes. <laughs> because you have a healthy dose of fear. Yes. Um, and that's not what we're talking no. about. This is a different kind of fear. This is the debilitating kind yes. that that 
grounds you and, and freezes you and, and you can't even move. And it doesn't want to help you. It wants to no. hurt you. It's harmful. It is harmful. And what we have to understand is it's both, it's based in emotion. Yeah. And you, when you have this emotional reaction, just think, I don't know if anybody out there else is a spiraler. That's not a word I know, but I tend to spiral yeah. when things happen I can let my emotions carry me away and fear. It's very easy to let fear carry you away. And you start thinking about the what ifs or the outcomes and it all links back to the unknown. And so what I love about the Bible, what I love about God is there's nothing that is going to come our way that we don't have a word from the word on. And so when you look at fear in the Bible, it's presented in two different ways. Not every time, but mostly it comes up these two different ways. And you have these two sayings where it says, fear not, or you can see it where it says, fear God. And so what we're going to talk about over the next couple of podcasts is the difference between fearing God and fear not. Mm. And here, I'm just going to go ahead and give it to you right now so you can be ready when it comes. But we can fear not when we fear God. Yes. And so we're going to talk about That's the good. difference. Say that again. Yes. We Say can, it again. We can fear not because we fear God. Yes. And I just oh, I just want to unpack this with you today. I'm excited. I wish you could awesome. see me just bouncing around in here because <laughs> it's, it's very exciting to me to know this. And so um, what we have when we talk about fear, it, it's this natural instinctive state of mind. Um, it's driving from our own circumstance, mood, or relationships with others. And so when you live out of fear, a lot of the times it's happened because of baggage. Mm-hmm. Circumstances, things that have happened to you, you have been burned, mm-hmm. literally <laughs> and figuratively. We have been burned by people, by circumstances. And so we respond out of fear. And the Bible tells us to fear not. Mm-hmm. So how do we fear not? Let's talk about that because... There's a lot out there to fear, and if we don't stop it mm-hmm. and it tracks, it can really take over our lives. Yes. So I think about in the Bible, um, you can think about several different times just um, that are just normal. You can just remember these. These, if you read your Bible any at all, if you've attended church, these are going to immediately pop into your mind. But you can think at the time when the angel visited uh, Mary and then the shepherds, and what was the thing he said mm. to both of them? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. He said, "Fear not." Yes, I bring you tidings of great joy. Yes, and he told Mary, "Fear not. God has chosen you. Are highly favored. Highly favored. Yes, God has chosen you." And when you look at both of those examples, you have to realize what a frightening yes. circumstance that was. It makes me be like, it, it kind of makes the part of me that goes, ha, 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 yeah. you don't know what you're saying. Right. Like, you can tell me not to fear exactly. because you're the angel. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Obviously, oh. you've never been in my shoes. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I love that. And so there there was a, just this circumstance that was frightening. Yeah. And we hear this word from God that says, Fear not. And I just want to be like, okay, just like what you said, mm-hmm. how do you expect yes. me to not be afraid? Yes. And probably my most favorite example of this, and we'll we'll hopefully be able to get into this a little bit more in depth, but you know the story of the disciples on the boat and the storm comes up. Yes. And Jesus is asleep. And the disciples do not know whether they're going to live or die. They're living in this unknown moment. And Jesus is asleep. And when he wakes up, 
he says two very poignant statements. He says, Oh, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? And so we, oh, we're going to unpack that too because it's so good. But the other aspect besides the fear not is the fear God. And so we want to explain what this means because this is a totally different kind of fear. This isn't a fear um, fear based in any kind of emotion. I, I love this about mm. God. We are emotional beings and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. I live in emotion. Yes. If you know me <laughs> and Chris is the same way, we, we just a little dramatic. We, we get this about ourselves and we're giggling right now. We're going to giggle again. I mean, we're just emotional people. We really feel things. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, God has given us the gift of emotion. Mm-hmm. But what I also love is that he has given us this grounding as well, that we can fear God, and it is all factual-based. Mm, yes. I love that. I need that. I need that. I need that side of God as well. So when we fear God, we're talking about something completely different. We're talking about the fact that when you fear God, you are in awe of him, mm. that you respect him that you revere him. You have this reverence for who he is, who his character is, um, just that he is God and that there is none other like him. And so we fear God, not in an I'm afraid sense, not from an emotional standpoint, but from this factual standpoint of who he is and he is God and we are not. I love that because it's basically what Jesus is saying when he says, oh, you have little faith, is don't you know who you claim to be God? Don't you know who I am? Right. I love love it. it. I do too. I love it so much. So why we can fear God and why we can be in awe and why we can revere him and just have this whole sense of just this overwhelming uh, respect towards him. It's because he knows the unknown. And so for God to know the unknown means that we can fear not. Because when we are living in fear, most of the time it's because of something that is unknown. We don't know the outcome of the circumstance. And so God says, listen, I'm the master of the unknown. I know the unknown. The unknown is not unknown to me. So you can fear God and fear not because I know. And this, oh, I just love this so much. I hope that means something to somebody. Mm. Because God is the kind of God that knows all things. And when he says fear not, he's not saying that to you and giving you nothing to cling to. He's given you a basis in himself and his character. You can fear not and fear God because God knows the unknown. Amen. That is the God that we serve. I I love this about him. I love this so much. So this is what God is telling us that we can do. And it's just such, it's just such, such a good word for us today. So we can fear God and we can fear not. And I love these verses in Ecclesiastes that talk about fearing God. It says um, in Ecclesiastes 5, 7, it says, Talk is cheap like daydreams and other useless activities. Fear God instead. I love that. When the criminal was hanging on the cross and he was talking to the other one, he looks at him and, and he says, and Jesus is between them. He looks at the one after he is ridiculed Jesus and he says, Do you not fear God? 
And then we have in Psalm 66, and it says, Come and hear all you who fear God. Second Chronicles t- tells us that um, when uh, Solomon was being instructed in the, in the fear of the Lord, that this is what his main instruction was, is to fear God. Mm-hmm. And it's this awe of him. It's this reverence of him. And I love that God gives us these points of reference within the Bible because it's just, once again, reinforcing that he is the God of the known. Oh, there is yes. nothing that is unknown to him. And we can fear God and fear not because God knows it all. He mm. is the master of the unknown. That's amazing. It's good, That's isn't amazing. it? I love it so much. So if you're living in fear and you don't really know um, what to do, first of all, you've got a couple of things. That we're going to just give you some practical tips. Good. So Because I really know for me, <laughs> all this is great in theory. Right. It's right. But, it, but and, what and do I do with think, it? Right, and we can think right. about it, too. I mean, yes. It, because the first thing that is critical to being able to apply things to our life is knowing and knowing the truth and fear is a liar which Mm -hmm. we know Mm -hmm. and so how can we put this in action right because when we're having the panic attack (laughs) and we need to stop and say okay this is the lie and this is the truth so good yes okay so first of all it's just like with anything you must recognize it so you must first stop and say this is Fear based. This is this is me not living um, out of the the knowledge that I am a child of God and that that I am not a slave to fear. This is fear based. So fear must first be recognized, mm-hmm. and we have to allow God to shine the light of His mm-hmm. truth on that fear. What would be? Can you think of what would be a good example of a circumstance where we might need to stop and say this is fear based? For me, a lot of times it comes with my yes and no. Oh goodness. You know what I mean? Yeah. To things that are right. asked of me right. or if, if I'm being asked to serve in a certain place. So my yes and my no, I really have to step back and say, am I saying no because of fear or mm. am I saying yes because of fear? Can you think of another circumstance where this applies? Yeah, I wasn't even thinking along those lines. Mm-hmm. And that's such a smart thing. We have to think about that. I was thinking more of along the lines of you get the phone call and it's bad news. Oh, yeah. You know, that's what I was thinking. Um, because yes, just like we have to not be afraid to say no and, um, or afraid to say yes, or afraid to say yes. And that's always been my problem. I'm afraid to say mm-hmm. yes. Um, but yeah, we have to know that, that the, the, the truth when those circumstances we are faced with those, but also just in that, that gut wrenching, wrenching moment when you do get the phone call yeah. and it's horrible news. And you don't know the outcome. Mm. I mean, what do you do then? I mean, for me, my first instinct. That's a instinct, visceral fear. Right. It's a visceral, yes. The, my first instinct, you know, would be to panic, to do that spiraling like I was talking about. And your mind shifts to all those what ifs. But as a child of God, we are no longer a slave to fear. And so we have that whole truth that we can cling to. This is that, that light of God's truth that we must shine on these circumstances when we say, okay, I don't know what's going to happen, but God does. Yes, And that's the truth you have to cling to in moments like that. Yeah. So you must first recognize that you are living in fear, that this moment has gripped you with fear, 
and call it for what it is. Let's just be honest. Let's call it for what it is. Let's not sugarcoat it and say, you know, I just care about people or <laughs> or whatever yes. whatever excuse yeah. you're going to use. Let's just not do that. Yeah. Let's or I'm just it. not qualified for this particular thing <laughs> yeah, that has right. been asked of me right. to do. Yes. Okay, Moses is what I want to say to that, right? Because we all have our own Moses moments yes. where we don't want to that was, oh my goodness, have a whole ministry story about my Moses mm. moment where you don't feel qualified and whatever. Exactly. And God is still God is still calling and you, you must recognize that your response may be one that is based in fear. So we have to recognize that. And then once you recognize it, you've got to surrender it. Yeah. So fear must first be recognized and fear must be surrendered. And what we mean by this is, is you've got to let it go. You've got to have that moment where you say, God is God and I am not. Yeah. It's that's you're I know if you 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 may just want to reach across and slap me right now. It's countercultural <laughs> to what we're taught, but it is so freeing and powerful. Yes. There's freedom. There is freedom in God that you will find nowhere else. Yes. And when you surrender this fear to him, when you give it over to him, there is there is no freedom like that. Yes. And here's the thing. He knows it all anyway. But for some reason, we like to cling to things and we like to hang on to him and play with them and pet them and, you know, <laughs> just, you know, uh, throw them around and use them as excuses and yeah. And God is asking us to surrender those over to Him. Because oh, you have little faith. Oh, you have what little are you afraid faith? of? What are you so afraid yes. of? Yes. Why so, have you not surrendered to me? Right. Yes. And when you look at those verses, oh my goodness, when you go and you break those verses down, what what Christ was actually saying there, when He talks about having this little faith, it goes back to saying, It's a lack of intimacy with Mm. God. So when you have little faith, that means that you don't have a very deep relationship with God. The intimacy is not there. And when he says that next statement of why are you so afraid? When you break that down, that really means why are you fear driven? Mm. And so what we have to ask ourselves is do we want to be faith driven or fear driven? Good. It's good. That is good. That is good. Hello, puppies. I mean, there there are other regular guests on the podcast, so you know that. <laughs> yes. Lola and Minnie are always consistent guests on the podcast. Listen, and what what better levity to bring to the situation? I love I love the puppies. I wish Lola is like. Um, Lola needs to be my girlfriend. I, yes. She needs to be Cooper's girlfriend. Well, yes. My dog. Yes. Your in-law. Yeah, Your, exactly. your puppy in-law. Yeah. We, I think we should draw up <laughs> papers. Okay. Or I'm on it. I'll take care of that. <laughs> we totally need to do that. Yes. Okay. So we're going to recognize the fear. We're going to surrender the fear. And then the last thing we do is we apply faith to the fear. Mm. This is what we talked about when, when Jesus said, Oh, you have little faith. Why are you so afraid? Faith is a gift from God. It's not something we can manufacture on our own. That's right. So when he says, why are you lacking in your faith? Where? Why have you chosen to not have this intimate, deep relationship with me? This is where we allow God to apply the faith. Mm. And this is where we recognize, you know what? Maybe I'm not living this deep, intimate relationship with God. Let's just be honest. 
we don't trust people we don't know. Yes. Right? Right. How on earth do you expect to trust God when you don't spend time with Him? This is that little faith. And the, because knowing him, it's that's when the respect comes in. Yes. That's when when you get to know God and really know God, yeah. it's impossible for you not to be in awe. It's impossible for you not to trust him. Yeah. And you're like, the more you know him, the more he proves himself to be trustworthy. Yeah. The more he proves himself to be faithful. Yes. And so yes. we have this. And so we recognize the fear, we surrender the fear, and then we ask God to apply the faith. Mm. God, apply faith to my fear. And here's the great thing that God does. How many times in the Bible have you read someone cry out to Jesus and say, Lord, increase my faith. Lord, help my unbelief. And he does it. And he that's something that God does for us. He doesn't care. He doesn't mind that. It's not like he's gonna say, Oh no, sorry. This is the time I'm not gonna answer your prayer. (laughs) I'm not gonna come through for you this time. (laughs) Right. That's not what God does. Yes. And so he takes those moments and he uses those to build your faith. Yes. And this is this is fearing God and fearing not. Um and I too think the the other thing that I would like to just add on to what you're saying already as I'm listening um, is that part of having faith in God and knowing God mm-hmm. is that we know that He will work all things together for good yes. for those who love Him yes. and have been called according to His purpose. Yes. And if you are a follower of Jesus Christ and you've already pledged your love to Him, and therefore you are called according to His purpose. And so part of this faith has to be whatever the outcome is, you trust that God knows what He's doing. Yes. He knows the unknown. It's not unknown to Him. Yes. And Every time, God will be faithful. Yes. And God is good even when we don't understand it. Yes. Yes. And our version of good is limited. Yes. It's limited by our finite perspective and by our finite world and our finite abilities to see what only we can see in the short term. Yeah. We don't have the point of view that God has. We do not have. Our definition of good cannot come from this world. Yes. We have to look at what God views as what his definition of good is and take that from him. Yes. So you can fear God today and fear not. Yes. You can, you can recognize that fear. You can surrender that fear and you can ask him to apply the faith. And if your faith is weak, you can ask him to increase that faith. Amen. Oh, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? I'm just, I'm asking you to reach out to him today and ask him to make you fear him and fear not. Amen. Thank you so much for sharing this. And we're not done. There's so much more more. to talk about. But I, I encourage you as you're going through this week. Think about this. Yeah. Write this down. Re listen to this because all of this is meant to be equipping us to live in the freedom that God intended us to live. In the very beginning, yeah. Yes. And so come back. What are we going to pick up on next week? Oh, I can't wait to talk about this next week. So we're going to continue this whole uh, fearing God and fearing not, but we're going to talk about how God redeems every aspect of your Mm. life, even those hurtful places where fear has crept in because we are no longer a slave to fear. Mm. We're going to talk about Romans 8, chapter 15, and and just break that down and, and what that means for us today. Awesome. Thank you. And guys, as always... 
encourage one another daily, as long as it's called today. Shelly, where can they find more about you if they want to kind of ask you questions or dig in on this topic or if something comes up that they're wrestling with and they want to work through before next week's podcast? Yes, you can go to go3ministries.com and you can find me um, on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter on all three of those handles, go3ministries.com, or you can look up Shelly Chandler on Facebook and you can find me um, in those kind of avenues. And they can direct message you. Oh, totally. Please. If you have a question, please please do that. Or Carissa, ask either one of us. Absolutely. We We will. We want to walk through this with you, which is why we do these series in the first place, because we don't want you to feel alone on this journey of faith. So thank you guys and come back and join us next week as we dig in further to our good, good father and how he walks us through fear. We're never alone. Amen.